dynamic and totally prepared. Here's Patricia Raskin with Positive Living on the leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. I'm always happy to be part of Voice America's lineup because Voice America's goal is to provide live programming on the Internet worldwide that helps you, the listener, make informed decisions in your personal and professional life. They give you quality information. It's really important so that we can attract a global audience and we'll ask you to come back for more. And Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. You can call us on Mondays. We're live on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we rebroadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And we have a great guest on today who's very inspirational, angelic and inspirational. Her name is Cindy Lowy, and Cindy is an artist. And she has written a book. She's a jewelry artist, a speaker, and the author of Harmony and Me, which is a nurturing and comforting book with answers to life's most pressing questions through personal narrative, her poetry and art. Cindy Lowy weaves a tapestry of faith, hope, and miracles as she shares pearls of wisdom for living a peaceful, joyful life. This, and, and, and on the cover of the book, there's a picture of Cindy. It says, Harmony and Me, meet an artist with, who, an, meet, an artist meets an angel with a message and embarks on a mission to find harmony. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you. I'm so happy to be on. Well, you met an angel. How did that happen and what was the message? Well, in uh, the year 1995, uh, I was going through um, a separation from my husband and, um, I, when I was a younger person, I believed in God and I went to church every day and I was very religious. But um, after I got married and had a child, we got really busy with our lives. And so, you know, I got distracted from actually spiritual pursuits. So I began to even question the existence of God. But when I went through this separation, um, you know, you get down this deep, dark hole and you start to question your whole existence. And mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, I had nothing to fall back on. I had family and friends, but my foundation was really shaken. So um, I began to read books about angels and near-death experiences and spirituality, Mm. and they began to open a door for me. And I began to reconnect with the spiritual person that I was when I was a young teenager. Mm -hmm. But um, still, you know, I wasn't sure that God existed or anything. But one night I was um, really depressed, laying on my bed, and um, asked asked God if He was real to prove it to me because I was you know, I was just questioning so many things. I was so depressed, mm-hmm. and um, I said, if I had angels, I wanted to feel the presence of them. Mm-hmm. And immediately I began to feel this amazing energy that went up and down through my body, mm-hmm. very buoyant, very electrifying. Mm-hmm. And it went on for about 45 minutes. And so after that, I knew that God did exist. You know, he showed me. And it didn't solve my problems. But the next day, I woke up with more hope in my heart. Mm-hmm. Well, not long after that, I was driving by a shopping center, and there was a religious bookstore. So I felt compelled to go in. But as I went into the store, I was feeling fearful because... A lot of the ideas I had been reading about and some of my experiences, some people would say that they were um, that they were wrong. And so as I went into this bookstore, these were the things that were going through my head. I walk up to the shopping center, and there's this long sidewalk with nothing in front of it. And as soon as I start to go in the door, a very tall lady appeared beside me. Now, is this real or is this in a dream? This is real. This is real. Okay. Absolutely real. She just materialized. 
and she must have been about six feet tall. She had dark brown hair and glasses, you know, a thin person. But the thing I remember most about her is that she just smiled at me and looked at me like she knew me, and her smile was absolutely radiant. And I was thinking, boy, I wish I had what she had, you know, and and how do you get that kind of joy? And you know how your mind wants to make you question things and play tricks on you, but I thought, where did she come from? So I walk into the store, and I walked around for a good 45 minutes or more looking at books, and each book I opened would put more fear into me. Now, when when you saw her, did you go back and try to find her? I looked in the store, but I never saw her. I walked around and around, and I never saw the lady. I thought, where'd she go? You know, because I, I was so curious about her. Do you think that she was really there, or do you think she was in your mind? No, I believe that she was really there. And um, to finish the story, this will answer your question, I was um, finally, all of a sudden, I was intuitively being given that message that, you know, you've got to stop feeling fearful. What you have been experiencing about God, which is the loving, positive aspects of God, is real. Mm-hmm. And anything that's fear-based goes against um, the truth. Right. And so then I started to feel better. So I thought, okay, I'm going to leave. You know, so as I walk out the door, absolutely no one is beside me. All of a sudden, she appears beside me again. Wow. And Wow. And she just looked at me and smiled at me. And in a voice that was very electrical in quality, it's very unusual, not like a human voice, because it was very crisp and electrical. She goes, isn't the sky and clouds lovely? And I looked up, and indeed the sky was turquoise blue, the clouds were white and puffy, and I felt immediately better. And I walked back to the car, and she had gone, and I didn't see her anywhere. So I knew that, I just knew in my heart that God sent her to help me give me a message mm-hmm. but the message was very enigmatic so I was thinking about what did, you know, what kind of message is that but then I realized it's what I say to myself I've always said to myself almost every day of my life when I go outside I look at the sky it's so beautiful and I immediately feel better and by looking at the sky I felt expansive I felt relaxed I felt open I kept feeling the peacefulness of this angel and um, mm. it was just mm. awe-inspiring and humbling at the same time. And she looked like a real person. I mean, a real, just unusually bright, almost bright. No, she wasn't. She was very tall with dark hair and glasses, but her she had large brown luminous eyes and a, and a beautiful smile. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is she was almost a composite of a few different people that I would consider to be religious, and I think she appeared to me in a way that would make me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, she had on like a um, a very uh, faded burnt orange colored dress, like a linen dress, and, a, and an off-white sweater and a little vinyl purse. And But, you know, what really stood out was her height and her demeanor. She, lo- she just seemed like she knew me. She looked right into me, and, mm-hmm. and the joy was palpable. And... Um, so okay, so we have we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go to break now. But the question I'm gonna have after break is obviously that experience and whatever she said about the sky is what propelled you to do what you were gonna do next, which I assume was write the book. Yes. So let's let's talk about that next. We're talking about angels and guides and how you can find harmony in yourself when you've been through a traumatic experience and when you're fearful and. How do you find that hope in your life? My guest is Cindy Lowy. Her book is Harmony in Me. An artist meets an angel with a message and embarks on a mission to find harmony. Cindy Lowy is a jewelry artist, speaker, and author of Harmony in Me. And through her book, she weaves a tapestry of faith, hope, and miracles as she shares pearls of wisdom for living a peaceful and joyful life. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. 
Information you need, when you need it. VoiceAmerica.com This is Dr. Pat Basile, and I am America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com The defendant, having been found guilty, is sentenced to a term of five years imprisonment. Defendant will be remanded to custody immediately. On June 4th, my big brother was sentenced to five years in prison for a gun crime. That day, he sentenced me to five years of walking home alone from school. When you commit a gun crime, your family pays the price. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Tune in every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to Voice America for Global Security with Victor Plesner. Global Security is the show that covers international security issues for all walks of life since 9-11 and what the future may present to keep our world safe. You will hear from leaders of global security companies as well as authors of books on law enforcement and terrorism. So join us Fridays at 8 a.m. for Global Security with Victor Plesner right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Again, I'm always happy to be part of Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. We're here on Mondays live at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we'll be broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. Uh, and also, the shows are archived on my site, raskinresources.com, and you can get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. We are talking today to Cindy Lowy. Cindy is a jewelry artist, a speaker, and author of Harmony and Me, a nurturing, comforting book with answers to life's most pressing questions. Through personal narrative, poetry, and art, Cindy Lowy weaves the tapestry of faith, hope, and miracles as she shares pearls of wisdom for living a peaceful, joyful life. Her book is Harmony and Me, and the subtitle, An Artist Meets an Angel with a Message and Embarks on a Mission to Find Harmony. So, Cindy, welcome back. Thank you. So, where we left was that you went into a store, you had been through a separation and you were feeling fearful and you went into a store and you saw this woman who you believe was an angel who gave you this message of look at the beautiful sky. So that obviously was a deeper message. What did you do with it? I began to realize that God is loving. He loves us unconditionally. There are no conditions to it. And it's not a judgmental type of love. It gives us complete freedom to live and do as we believe. And I felt so much angelic support around me to keep on my spiritual path, to keep digging. I would um, meditate a lot. Um, I started writing. And when I was meditating, I was actually just praying, and then I would listen to God. And I would just start to get these revelations, this, this wisdom that was coming to me, which was not my own wisdom. So I got the message um, to write a book, and I began to write down what I was receiving. Some of my happiest times were spent writing, and I felt like Harmony, I gave this angel the name Harmony, I felt that she was wanting to me to bring a message to people that there's a better way of life, it's a more mm. happy life, mm. uh, a better way of living. And um, in the book, she speaks in, in almost every chapter about uh, common questions and problems, and her voice is very nurturing and loving and comforting and wise. So the, her message that day gave me the confidence to move forward because I was having the fear, as I told you, that what I was doing was maybe going against what a lot of people would believe. You know, <clears throat> And... Um, it's just been a continual journey since that day, and I think about her a lot when I'm feeling down. That encourages me. So did she direct you, in a sense, to write the book? Did, did you hear a voice that said, I want you to write this? Or how, how did that come about, and how did you know what to write? Well, one night when I was sleeping, I had a dream, and in the dream, it actually woke me up. 
I heard the words, write your big, beautiful book. Mm. And I popped up in a bed and I thought, whoa, <laughs> all right. I hadn't had any real writing experience and um, my focus had always been in art. So I thought, well, I'm going to write this book and I know I'm going to write this book and I know it's, I know it's going to happen. And I just didn't deviate from that. And um, I walk every day and or when I'm driving I get this inspiration stuff to put in the book or when I would just be sitting I would get inspiration and, and writing. So it, I felt that I had all these angels and guides around me to help me um, bring the book into existence. And I did have self-doubt along the way. I would question myself, you know, why am I doing this? It's a lot of work. Is anyone going to read it? <laughs> but my husband, um, we did get back together, and we have a great marriage, and he's very um, spiritual himself now. But he, he's always encouraged me, and he said, you've got to go for it. And so... That's how the book came into being. I just knew I was going to do it. And I knew I had to do it to help people. It, and that was the reason. So, of course, in doing Tell us one of the major messages in your book, Cindy. Pardon me? Tell us one of the major messages in your book. One of the major messages in my book is that you've got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you've got to nurture yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way God is. That's the way your angels are. It's not a punishing type of thing. You know, the angels and God are not punishing. They want us to be happy. They want us to be peaceful and balanced, to take time for ourselves, to be who we are, to open our hearts, to be compassionate. Because when we do this for ourselves, then we can do it for others. And when we've done it for ourselves and others, we have lifted the energy on earth, and we're actually creating heaven on earth. It's just um, some people don't want to do things for themselves because they think, well, you know, that's being selfish or that's taking too much time away from what I should be doing, such as work or taking care of someone else. But you have to uh, give from a full cup, not an empty cup. Mm -hmm. So harmony wants us to be harmonious. That's what she's telling us. Mm -hmm. And when you say take care of yourself, you mean meditate, walk, um, have some peace in your life, don't have distractions, do things that you really enjoy, all of that? Yeah, you know, I was a workaholic. Um, I'm a type A personality. And uh, I would work all day and I would work after dinner. And when I had the spiritual awakening, I kept getting the very strong message from my angels to slow down, um, to take time off to play and have fun, and to take time to listen to people take time to make phone calls, to take time to, you know, if I want to take a hot bath or take a walk or mm-hmm. buy myself flowers. And this is the message I'm trying to get out to people that it's it's not, um, it's just a, a really very necessary thing to do and it's a good thing to do. We have a few more minutes before break. Um, let's talk about how your jewelry, because you're a jewelry artist. Yes. How did this, Cindy, tie into your book as the art piece of you? Well, I've been an artist since I was a little kid. I'm from a very creative family, and Mm -hmm. I was always encouraged to be artistic and creative. And I always knew what I was. I always knew I was a creative person. Mm -hmm. And um, as I got older, you know, I thought I was going to major in music, but at the last minute before I went into college, I decided to major in art. But um, every creative pursuit that I've ever had has been in a positive vein, but especially after my spiritual awakening. Um, I was making jewelry part-time since 81 and full-time since 1987. But I try to put images into my artwork and my jewelry that are very uplifting. Um, either they're whimsical or they're fun or the colors are very pretty. Um, I'm, I'm praying while I'm working or just putting positive thoughts into it mm-hmm. and so that people feel uplifted when they wear it. Or if I do a picture... It's got to be something that they go away feeling better. And um, so everything I do falls under the umbrella of let's make people feel better, and it's all got to be positive. So that sort of ties into the, to the art. Um, I notice you also have some of your artwork and your drawings in the book. Yes, I'm a former art teacher, <laughs> and um, I believe that to help people really understand a lesson or a concept, you, you need to make it you know, use as many senses as possible. So 
I thought, well, if they have a sketch, a pretty drawing to look at that goes along with the chapter or the poem, that sort of helps seal the lesson. And each chapter also has um, a little affirmation and a rhyme and a prayer to help you, you know, to make it more a part of you. All right, why don't you read us one of them, a prayer and affirmation for maybe one of your favorites. Okay. How about Magic Mirror? Oh. <laughs> you think of that one. Okay. Let me see if I can find the result. I can read. Do you want me to find I have it right here. Yeah. Magic Mirror, be a good friend and help me to see my divinity within. Sometimes I notice all I notice are imperfections. It's hard to release my fear of rejection. So help me, dear mirror, to look beyond what I see, for my outward appearance is not really me. Mirror, mirror on the wall, no more flaws to see at all. Reflect the beauty of my soul's light that God created with such delight. That's really beautiful, Cindy. You know, that... That's just beautiful. Thank you. I, I mm. truly believe this is what the angel harmony and all of our angels and God want us to feel. That we are not to focus on our flaws, but to see mm. the beauty and the divinity within each of us. Mm. How beautiful. I think when we come back, um, there was something actually that my dad had sent me that kind of speaks to this, and I sent it to a friend. It's very powerful. It's about what is life all about, and I, I'd actually like to share it with you and have, you know, get your comments. Yeah. In terms of, of what you think and how you think this may tie in. And actually, there may be enough time before the break. Okay. If I can grab this very quickly, because when I read the mirror poem, I thought, you know, this is so similar to to what this um, what this was. And I would love to get your thoughts <laughs> if I can do this fast enough so that I can I can pull it up here. Um, okay, here we go. All right. Does it matter? Ready or not, someday it will all come to an end. There'll be no more sunrises, no minutes, hours or days. All the things you collected, whether treasured or forgotten, will pass to someone else. Your wealth, fame, and temporal power will shrivel to irrelevance. It will not matter what you owned or what you were owed. Your grudges, resentments, frustrations, and jealousies will finally disappear. So, too, your hopes, ambitions, plans, and to-do lists will expire. The wins and losses that once seemed so important will fade away. It won't matter where you came from or what side of the tracks you lived at the end. It won't matter whether you were brilliant or beautiful. Even your gender and skin color will be irrelevant. So what will matter? How will the value of your days be measured? What will matter is not what you bought, but what you built. Not what you got, but what you gave. What will matter is not your success, but your significance. What will matter is not what you learned, but what you taught. What will matter is every act of integrity, compassion, courage, or sacrifice that enriched, empowered, or encouraged others to emulate your example. What will matter is not your competence, but your character. What will matter is not how many people you knew, but how many will feel a a lasting loss when you're gone. What will matter is not your memories, but the memories that live in those who loved you. What will matter is how long you will be remembered, by whom, and for what. Living a life that matters doesn't happen by accident. It's not a matter of circumstance, but of choice. Choose to live a life that matters. Oh, that is great. Isn't that something? I mean, I just said... So when we come back, I I really want to get your comments on that and how that really fits into what your book is all about. Okay, it sounds great. All right. We're talking to Cindy Lowy. Her book is Harmony and Me. An artist needs an angel with a message and a box on a mission to find harmony. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Cutting edge, challenging, stimulating. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. 
So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Lewis, and you're listening to voiceamerica.com. The defendant, having been found guilty, is sentenced to a term of five years imprisonment. Defendant will be remanded to custody immediately. On June 4th, my big brother was sentenced to five years in prison for a gun crime. That day, he sentenced me to five years of walking home alone from school. When you commit a gun crime, your family pays the price. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. When tax time comes, are you the person that goes to your accountant with a shoebox literally full of receipts? Stop wasting your accountant's time as well as your own by organizing your finances with the help of Joe Dunphy and Poor Richard Shoebox. Heard live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Poor Richard Shoebox will let you know what you can do to organize for tax time as well as how to get the most out of your retirement. So get all of your receipts together and tune in to Poor Richard Shoebox with Joe Dunphy every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the Voice America Radio Network. Tune in every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to Voice America for Global Security with Victor Plesner. Global Security is the show that covers international security issues for all walks of life since 9-11 and what the future may present to keep our world safe. You will hear from leaders of global security companies as well as authors of books on law enforcement and terrorism. So join us Fridays at 8 a.m. for Global Security with Victor Plesner right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And as I always say, I'm so happy to be part of Voice America's lineup because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. You can call us at 888-335-5204. We're here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. My guest today is Cindy Lowy. Cindy is an art, a jewelry artist, a speaker, and an author, and her new book is Harmony in Me. An artist meets an angel with a message and embarks on a mission to find harmony. Her book, Harmony and Me, is a nurturing, comforting book with answers to life's most pressing questions. Through personal narrative, poetry, and art, Cindy Lowy reads a tapestry of faith and hope and miracles as she shares personal wisdom for living a peaceful and joyful life. Hi, Hi, Cindy. Hi, welcome back. Thank you so much. All right, we were, I read this, this piece that I had about what really matters in life before the break. Yes. What do you think? I thought it was awesome. I thought um, it goes so much along with what I've written about in my book where we, the most important thing in life is not, you know, how much work we do or how much money we make or how many things we have or how many friends we have or important people that we know or how many places that we visit. It all comes down to how much did we open our heart, how much did we give love, how much were we able to receive love, how much were we able to see to see God's divinity in each other, including people that have different beliefs that we do. So I'm, that's just a wonderful thing. In fact, I'll email that to you because I have it. I would love it. You know, my, I just finished writing my second book. Really? Yeah, I'm going to be looking for an agent and a publisher. So, um, it, and it's about empowering yourself. It answers questions. Your most common questions are answered. Again, Harmony came through for me, and, and I have all these really great answers and solutions to these common questions. But it's all about, um, you know, living well and living a positive life and um, taking time to enjoy each moment. Mm-hmm. So it's in that type of vein. Well, and that's what it's all about is enjoying each moment. Um, let's talk about some of the pearls of wisdom in your book. Why don't you pick one of the pieces that you've written that's maybe one of your favorites or that other people who've written your book have called you or written to you and said, you know, this really touched me. 
Okay. This one, it's actually one of my favorites because I had to forgive someone a long time ago, and I held a grudge in my heart for a year, even when everyone else around me said, Cindy, this is hurting you. Mm -hmm. So one day my neighbor just gave me the suggestion. He said, hey, why don't you just feel neutral towards this person, and maybe that will help. And so as soon as I shifted into neutral about this person, it was so easy to just let go, and I forgave them. And, oh, I felt so much better. And Harmony had something to say on this. My dear child, forgiveness is designed to help you. Forgiveness frees up your time and energy so you can focus on more positive, productive things. Even if you think you are right and the offending party is wrong, forgiveness will still help you. Lay down your weapons and declare a truth so peace and happiness will have a chance to flourish in your life. Be kind to yourself by releasing your anger. Is there anyone you need to forgive? If you do and you feel that it is impossible, call on your Creator and your angels to help you. We will open your heart and show you how. Answer the following questions. Do you feel good or bad when you're mad at someone? What would happen if you were to forgive this person? Are you afraid that if you forgive them, it will be like affirming their innocence? Are you waiting for the person who offended or hurt you to ask for forgiveness? Are you willing to wait indefinitely to receive an apology? Have you ever hurt anyone, either intentionally or unintentionally? Do you want to remain a victim forever? Mm. If the person who offended you were to suffer or die, would you really feel better? Do you think it is possible your Creator loves criminals as much as you? Are you willing to admit that God forgives anyone or anything? If you forgive this person, do you think you will feel freer and more lighthearted? Are you tired of carrying your burdens of unforgiveness and anger? Should God forgive you your offenses without forgiving those people who hurt you? Are you willing to allow God and his angels to help you release your burden of anger? Do you really desire peace? If so, are you willing to do whatever it takes to make peace? And here's Harmony's healing verse. Please forgive. Don't hold a grudge. For if you do, it's yourself you will judge. And here's her affirmation. Forgiveness feels good. And it's so true because when I forgave, everything got better and more joyful and I freed my thinking up to uh, pursue positive uh, things. Uh, <laughs> so that's one of my favorites. I agree with that. And something else, too, in that, Cindy, I'd like your comment on this, is that when you forgive that person, something then gets released almost through the ethos to that person so that in some way there's a peace there so that if, in fact, you see that person someday, they kind of get the forgiveness as well. What do you think? I believe that everything is energy. Our thoughts are energy. If you're holding a grudge towards someone, they're going to feel it on some level. As soon as you forgive them, they're going to feel that too. Um, this person lived nearby, and after I forgave them, it wasn't that long after till they moved. But here's the odd thing. I truly have love in my heart for these people. Mm-hmm. And now it's hard to understand. They did something truly awful. But um, I love them. I, I don't agree with what they did. It wasn't right. But then again, I'm not innocent. You know, I've done things that I'm not happy about. Mm-hmm. I know I've done things to hurt people. But, yeah, um, it was just a gift to myself. It took me a year to figure it out, and thankfully, um, God works through people, you know. He speaks mm-hmm. through people, mm-hmm. such as my neighbor, um, his angels. He sends his angels to help us, and they keep trying to nudge us into doing positive things, and someday we finally listen. So, yeah, it's like that. You know, I interviewed John Wilson, who was the editor-in-chief and publisher of a magazine called Hope, H-O-P-E. It's out of Maine. And he got very involved in working with victim-offending programs. What he did, and this is absolutely remarkable, he would go into prisons and he would work with mediating the victim and the offender facing each other. And this would only happen now if if the victim allowed it. The offender didn't have that luxury to make the choice because they were the offender. But if the victim wanted to see the offender, then the offense, then the victim and and this and the mediator would go into the prison 
and sit with the offender. Wow. And and unbelievable. And and the healing that would take place was incredible. I think that that takes a lot. That would take a lot of guts. That takes a lot, particularly if there was a death involved or a murder involved. Yeah. Or a child or a family member. It just, to me, those people have their own burdens to live with if they've done something wrong. And it's really, you have to just focus on yourself and be kind to yourself and release them and let God take care of them, you know. And uh, we each have our own life path. We learn our lessons at different speeds. And, you know, thank God I did learn that lesson and... You know, every now and then I... Well, one of the things you're saying, excuse me for interrupting, one of the things you're saying, Cindy, is that if you keep that anger and that resentment, it just eats you. I I believe it's going to make you ill on some level, Mm -hmm. and maybe even physical illness, but Mm -hmm. certainly it's going to make you tense, it's going to ruin, it's going to discolor every day of your life that you Mm -hmm. hold on to it. It's just not worth it. It's really not, and... um, You know, as soon as you forgive, you you just sigh hard, and you're just, like, happy again. We have a couple minutes before break, so why don't you share another short piece with us? Okay. Let me just look here real quick. And something that kind of we can we can take with us. Okay. There's something here that I think is beautiful. It's um, a prayer on being lonely. Do you know what page that's on? It's on 91. Okay, good. The prayers are um, a big part of the book. Um, This one is, Dear Master of the Universe, thank you for creating other people. For without others, I would be lonely. Help me treat each person as I desire to be treated, knowing that I will be putting positive energy into motion. Please help me to remember that my every word, action, and deed has the power to bring a person down or lift her spirits. Remind me that whenever I treat someone badly, even if it is subtle, I attract negative energy and everyone ends up feeling worse. Help me to get so good at smiling that it becomes second nature and becomes one of the first things people notice about me. I am grateful for all the smiles and kindnesses I have received. So be it. Amen. That's beautiful. And in here you have Harmony's Healing Verse, A Smile is a Blessing, a warm ray of sun, it's easy to do and makes life more fun. And then the affirmation you have is, my smile is a gift to others. I believe in genuine smiles and smiling even when we don't feel like it because a lot of times people are afraid to smile. We're all like strangers when we're out there walking around and a smile would just instantly make you feel better. Mm-hmm. We don't know how our smile touches someone and maybe keeps them from doing something that will hurt themselves mm-hmm. or someone else. That smile could be what saves our life. Yeah, Yeah, I I interviewed, actually in my book, I interviewed a radio talk show host who interviewed someone. I should really read this, but it was about how she had a dream of a past life where she was ready to kill herself, and she met this woman, smiled at her, and the woman pulled right out of it. The smile absolutely radiated through her and and got her to rethink what she was going to do. I believe it. A yeah. smile has saved me many times from feeling down, and sometimes yeah. we have the impression of others that they are snobbish or rude or whatever, when really maybe they're just thinking about something else or something yeah. bad just happened to them. Yeah. And You know, we need to be the first one to make the smile. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. My guest is Cindy Lowy. Her book is Harmony and Me. An artist meets an angel with a message and embarks on a mission to find harmony. Cindy Lowy is a jewelry artist, speaker, and author of Harmony and Me, and she's sharing some very inspirational pieces with us. You can call us at 888-335-5204, Positive Living as on Voice America, on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Rory Garay, president of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. 
Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dogs. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Connecting your world, the Internet's number one talk and information station, voiceamerica.com. How can you have a better life on your terms? You can have a better life because you can become better. Stop waiting for everything around you to change. Tune in every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Voice America for Life on Your Terms with David Martin. David Martin, an internationally recognized speaker, will teach you what successful people are doing. So join us Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time for Life on Your Terms with David Martin. Right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk, radio. Internet talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living. And I'm Patricia Raskin. And again, I'm always happy to be part of Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power. The Internet is the future. The future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles and inspiration to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. You can call us at 888-335-5204. We're here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. My guest is Cindy Lowy. Cindy is a jewelry artist, speaker, and author of Harmony and Me, a nurturing, comforting book with answers to life's most pressing questions. And her website is cindylowy.com, C-I-N-D-Y-L-O-W-Y.com. Welcome back, Cindy. Thank you. I know that you said that, you know, you were going through a troubled time and an artist, that you were, as an artist, you met an angel, you got a message, and you started writing this book, and you have a lot of inspiration. Um, let's pick another story of something that maybe has, let's, I hear, here's what I'd like to do. Think about somebody who's read your book and written to you and said, Cindy, I read your story on and it really touched my heart. Can you think of one? Yes. Um, I met a lady and um, she had bought my book. She read it. She had had back pain for a year. She had gone to every doctor known to man. Mm-hmm. And she is a, and actually a very high up type of physician. When she was reading my book, she told me this later, she asked to if Angel Harmony was there, that she would get a message that she would feel it. And all of a sudden, this back pain that she had had for so long completely disappeared. She felt the disc in her back pop back into place. Mm-hmm. Her spine was completely straight. Pain was gone. And when she told me the story, tears were rolling down her cheeks. And she thanked me. I said, listen, it wasn't me. just just that you were ready to be healed. She said, well, I have issues with control. I said, yeah, I can the wall of us. <laughs> I completely understand that. Yeah. She said, you know, um, healing is available to all of us. It's all around us. We just have to be ready for it and open to it. Right. We have to be ready for the angels, and we have to be open to receiving God's love. And she was at that point. And that made me realize that writing the book was really worth it. 
that's just one of a lot of stories, but it was kind of a dramatic one and actually included that story in my second book. But, um, you know, that's, that's what's gratifying about it. If I can help even one person, I feel great. Well, but I think it was a key to what you said, which is it's about people being ready. Yes. It's about the person knowing and being ready to receive that message. She might have heard that same. She might have read your book a year before and not gotten anything. Right. But you know what's really nice is that as each of us are walking around through our daily lives and we are working on ourselves and we are trying to be open to healing, we're trying to take care of ourselves, we're affecting people around us with our good energy and that alone could be the catalyst for their change. They may not hear you say a word, but they'll feel it. And Or by your example, you know, they will be compelled to take care of themselves, to look into their spirituality, to be healed. That's how we help each other, and that's how we become angels on earth. Uh, We are the angels. Although we all have our own heavenly unseen angels that sometimes we see and sometimes we don't see. Um, I believe mine appeared to me because I was at that point, a turning point where I, I could have gone one way or the other, but I needed to get that message and see her. So I could keep going back to that and saying, yes, I'm on the right path, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in my book, I'm totally honest with people. I reveal everything I've gone through, all of my questions. I just don't hold it back because I want people to know that they could do it too. You know, everyone has their own stories. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the same, but they're different, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to read you something from my book because it speaks to what you're talking about. My book is Pathfinding Seven Principles for Positive Living. This is a story about um, being kind to each other because you've been talking about this and how we can affect each other. I had a guest on my show, Jill Lawrence, who is a national award-winning journalist, and her program was Jill and Friends, which really shows the profound effect that strangers can have in our lives if just for a few seconds. So this is from Jill on my show. She said that she learned a great lesson from her guest, Renell Wallace, who wrote The Burning Within. Renell's story is a long and staggering one. She was in a horrific plane crash and suffered burns all over her body. She was critically wounded, yet managed to walk five miles down a mountain in order to save her life. Once they finally got an ambulance, she lapsed and clinically died, experiencing a near-death experience. It was an incredible experience. And... and um, Jill says, I've heard many near-death experiences on my radio program, but what I heard from her really impacted my life, and I hope the lives of others. As Renelle was reviewing her life and looking at every single thought and every single day that she'd been in, she saw a time when she was walking down the street. A woman was walking towards her on a sidewalk who was an utter stranger. Renelle smiled at the stranger, and they passed. The only contact that they had was that Renelle smiled at the stranger. In her near-death experiencing, she got to see the ramifications of that smile. It turns out that woman was on her way home to commit suicide. And because Renelle smiled at her, it gave her enough hope to keep going. In a near-death experience, you get to see what impacts your actions had on others. In this case, a simple smile really saved another woman's life. Wow, that's powerful. And that even if you, you, know, you don't believe in the validity of near-death experiences, the effect of a smile and a thank you and a voice can make a difference. Oh, that is so powerful. And um, I was just thinking it's time for us to just slow down for each other. And, you know, I get the message when I'm driving in a parking lot or wherever that there's always time to let people cross. There's mm-hmm. always time to say hello to mm-hmm. someone or smile at them or give them a pat on the shoulder, or open the door. Just that's how we, um, that we are angels for each other. And keep, you know, we need to keep each other going to validate each other. Yeah, I think it's very important. Cindy, we have just a couple of minutes left. So if, if you had a message that you'd really like to live with listeners today about your book, Harmony and Me, what would your message be? That harmony is available for every single person, that God loves every single person unconditionally, that all you have to do is open yourself to it. You don't even have to believe it. Just be committed to being open and allow God to show you that wonderful love and 
to allow the angels to come to your aid. They want to help. Um, they just need to be asked. And um, to move forward and look for the divinity in yourself and each other. And when you do that, we create heaven on earth. How beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the program. It's been thank a delight. Yeah, thank you. Stay on the line. And, folks, you know, my guest is Cindy Lowy. Harmony and Me is her book. An Artist Meets an Angel with a Message and embarks on a mission to find harmony. Her book is very beautiful, has a lot of beautiful stories, and is weaved with, um, she weaves the tapestry of faith, hope, and miracles, and shares pearls of wisdom. And you can log on to cindylowy.com, which is C-I-N-D-Y-L-O-W-Y.com. Next week, we're going to be talking to Jim Montevilli. He is the editor of E-Magazine and lead editor of Green Living. He will discuss the new book, Green Living, the e-magazine handbook for living lightly on the earth. He will share advice on everything from planet-friendly cosmetics to home-based renewable energy, and he'll present straight talk on hemp, hybrids, and hair coloring. And you can log on to emagazine.com. Remember, folks, that this program is on voiceamerica.com, Positive Living, every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You can also log on to my website, raskinresources.com, get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, and you can listen to the archive shows that are on my site from Voice America. Until next time, have peace and joy and love and light, and it's an honor and pleasure to be with you and bring these special people to you each week. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day. Listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.